The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is Mike Bono, as usual. I got another great guest, but before we get into that, just want to let everybody know that the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by your friends at My Daily Choice, CBD at High Life Travel. CBD is some of the fastest growing products out there. Uh, They do help with some injuries and joint pain, but it's not just the wheels anymore. They have gummies, they have hair care, they have skin care. They even have a pet line now. Great for hyperactive dogs and great for older dogs too as well and high life travel with the cdc dropping everything and the country opening back up again it's time to get out and travel again and get back to our normal lives so you can get there and the packages start as low as 29.99 a month they got discounted rates on hotels cruises week stays you name it they got flights everything and they are lower than Expedia and Priceline, which are kind of running the travel game right now. So to find all this out, just go to mydailychoice.com slash mbonaventura. That's mydailychoice.com slash mbonaventura. Now, like I said, I have a great guest today. Guy started his own sports journalism show. His name is Austin Maludic. Austin, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Michael, thanks for bringing me on. It was always a pleasure. Hey, not a problem. So, like I said, I mean, you started your own sports journalism uh, show. Uh, was it a podcast? I mean, how did how did you start this, and what made you want to want to start this show? Well, I was a junior in high school. My friends and I we wanted to um, do something different that no one else was doing. So we're like, well, let's start a let's start a podcast up and talk about NFL, NBA, and MLB. So we did that, and. We did that for about, I would say, three to four months. And then right when the summer was about to hit, uh, we got people who was watching the show on our Facebook page said, why don't you guys start covering high school sports? Go watch some high school games. 
So after we thought about it, we're like, you know what? Let's let's do it and see what happens. So we covered high school football, and so we'll see how that goes and go from there. So we had somebody at each game every night around this valley. We cover we cover fifty two schools. So we had somebody at each game every night on a Friday or Saturday, whatever day they were playing for football, and all like everyone turned their attention to us basically because we had every score here, there, and everywhere, and it was. And ever since then, we just started blowing up. So after football season, we're like, well, let's go right to basketball. And then after that ended, we we thought about, we're like, well, you know, we're really not that big of a area for baseball. Most people don't care about baseball, but we're starting to cover it. So we covered baseball and softball. And next thing you knew, it was five years ago. Okay. <laughs> so we've been going at it um, every day, basically. There's something going on. Um, and then we picked up the scrappers, the Honey Valley scrappers we have here. It's a, it used to be an affiliate with the Indians. We picked up the Unsound Phantoms. We we do cover YSU as well. So we're, we're going slowly but surely. So you're starting to get more into, it sounds like, the minor league baseball and the, the college realm too as well, correct? Yeah, so we've been covering high school for five years now. We've been covering YSU for three years. So once people started noticing us, YSU wanted us to come on board. So we did them, we did the Scrappers, did the Phantoms. So we're getting there, we're getting everything around this area covered at least. Right on. So has sports always been a passion for you, or is it just, you know, did you play sports? I mean, how? what what made you want to pick sports over any other type of podcast? Yeah, I don't know. We just looked around and said no one else does what, no one else is doing what, you know, we could do around this area. That provides updated scores. You look at wherever you want to look at, there's not no, you know, scores out there like we have them. So we decided to continue to do this and that it was going to be fun and we would have fun doing it. And we do. I mean, we're with each other more than we are with our wives, for God's sake. So we love (laughs) what we do. Yeah, I I definitely get that being a, a comedian. I'm on the road a good bit sometimes. So it's... A lot of time away from the family. How has that, you know, affected you um, being away from the family, the wife, if you have kids, you know, being away from them? How, how has all this, you know, affected you? Well, our, our wives just love us, that's for darn sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're all close with each other's wall, so, it, you know, they have their wife's night out, but none of us have kids yet, but okay. it's, I mean, it's not that hard. We sometimes we take turns on who's going to go where and what shifts we're going to work. So we all make it work out. The really the only as busiest busy night we have is Friday nights when it comes to football season. Besides that, we, you know, we send three, four guys out a different night. We'll be fine. But come, I would say our probably our busiest time of the year is weeks one through twelve in football season. So now you sit on your Facebook. Now, do people? Is this a video show? Is it just an audio podcast? And where can people find this show? Well. We we stopped doing the shows once COVID hit because right. we we try to stay away from each other. As you can see in the office, you can't see, but like we have uh, gears, we have like different areas, different rooms, people around. We were all used to be in one room working together, but now everyone's switched out to different rooms. Some of my guys are working from home. Sometimes I'll work from home throughout the day, or and I, sometimes I have guys just come and working midnight shifts just because. COVID screwed everything up and if you're working the midnight shift you, you know you put the schedule together for the next day or you send out some emails that need to get put out you know whatever touch up on some on the website that we have so we started doing that on Facebook we did the shows every Sunday but we cut that out once COVID hit 
and we just started going out doing more video zoom videos with coaches or players just to have something going on during that time because you know we couldn't talk much sports in two hours because there really, really wasn't no sports going on so right now it's hard in the summertime because people don't really watch the shows that much and it's hard to find time throughout the week because we're always at games and whatnot so we're going to sort of show back up probably in the beginning of August once football comes around. Every Sunday morning we'll be on from like a 9 to 11 or 9 to 11.30. We'll talk NFL, high school, college. We'll recap that. We'll have baseball start going on. Basketball will start getting in in October. So um, come, you know, come August, it'll be better. But right now we are on hold for the shows, but we're still keeping ourselves busy. So. So, being that, you know, your busiest time is in the fall, uh, so what does the typical summer look like for you when there's really not a lot of sports going on? Yeah, so right now we're actually covering high school baseball still. We have two teams playing. Actually, we have one today because Mother Nature did not cooperate with us. So, for the last two Sundays, I've had to go to Akron to cover a game, and I have to do that again today. Not looking forward to it, but I am. Uh, best of luck to the um, South Range Raiders softball team. They look to win their D3 uh, state championship game today. So that's going to be fun. That's at 4 o'clock. So, that, I mean, that's the whole, that's in the middle of the afternoon. Like, I had nothing else to do. But, <laughs> On um, a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we'll take care of them today. We'll take care of JFK Baseball, who's playing in the state semis on Friday. They win, they play Saturday. And then after that, that's it. All, all the baseball and softball is done. So... Basically, in the month of June and July, we just cover the scrappers. Uh, we'll do some volleyball interviews. Not, we're not going to go overboard, overboard with volleyball interviews like we are in the end of July with football. We go every day. There's, I just put an order order sheet sheet together. Seven, uh, there's eight of us that are going to go out and do football previews. Uh, we'll cover all the high schools around the area and get their football previews. Um, I'm actually going through. Um, the list because I'm getting t-shirts made for everybody again well, we have our t-shirts but I want to make like eight or nine different color t-shirts uh, that these guys can wear out in the summer I don't want them going out wearing polos and so we're going to get like eight different t-shirts different colors just so everyone has something to wear differently every day when we go out and do football previews but come August or come end of July all the way until first first game of the a season for high school we're gonna be doing interviews left and right so that's gonna be the craziest time of the year just talking to coaches trying to set up a good time trying to get somebody to go there so that's gonna be the busiest and then come august 19th high school ball begins and it's gonna be crazy thursday friday and saturday yeah that yeah. august always seems to be the football capital of the world if you will i mean you got college, high school, the NFL starting back up and everything like that. So, And, and Michael, that's our biggest hit around this valley. This valley cares about high school football. Oh, yeah. Really, 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 they do. So that's why we want to make sure that, you know, we get these games covered. So I, on the other hand, I am the CEO. I also put together with my assistant every Wednesday, we put together the schedule for the week for Friday, Saturday of football, and then pr- pick out who's going to go to what. Um, and that's not easy. No, that is not that, that, that. I try to, We try to keep somebody back here too. We try to keep two people back here at the office just to update the website once the scores come in. You know, any news that's coming in, like if someone breaks a record for you know rushes in the game or touchdowns in the game. You know, we get that. You know, we get that news breaking as well. So we still try to keep two guys back here as long as and also covering eighteen to twenty games a night. That sounds insane. <laughs> <laughs> so. It does. And then we have a football preview show every Friday afternoon from 4 to 5. So conduct that show. 
and then go out and cover all the games, come back, get all that information, and we do an 11 o'clock to midnight show, recapping everything. So, Friday nights are the longest for us. And then most of the time, we all go out after the games, just because, you know, we're hungry or, you know, want something to drink or something. So, Friday nights are the busiest here at the office. So, I'm not going to lie to you, Michael, I actually turn off my Snapchat and Instagram. I turn off my social media because it's just, I don't have time to, you know, get, you know, Snapchats or whatnot because it's, it's busy. So, come August, do you sleep ever at all, or is it just you running on caffeine? No, the weekdays is my sleeping, so uh, it's crazy because I'm here every day, basically. You know, I told you this morning, my hours this week have been crazy because I've been going to Akron, to Canton, to Maslin, back here to, you know, write the stories on the games, and then going home. Yesterday, I left the office yesterday at 6.30. That was the earliest I've ever left here. I was just so tired. I got, like, 11 hours of sleep last night. It felt so good. But... <laughs> Uh, Monday through Thursday is probably the most, like, you know, when I, I'll take a day off, I'll give my guys the two days off, but Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll just all go. Yeah, that that's... And then we pick the games, too, Michael. We'll go down the list, and I have 20 guys that pick the games for the night, and then we talk about that on the show Friday. So, Friday's the busiest time, plus we get special guests on the show that cover high school sports around the area as well, just to get their uh, thoughts on the games. Sometimes we try to bring in coaches. If a team upsets somebody... On a Friday night, we'll try to get that coach on the midnight show. Most coaches don't want to come on midnight because they're normally out drinking. But right. <laughs> especially the winning coach. Yeah, and stop and uh, join us for a few minutes just to talk about the game. But uh, you know, we enjoy it, and you know, not many people do what we do around this area. Yes, you got twenty-seven and twenty-one news, the WKB and WFMJ that do their thing, and they have two, you know, two three-minute highlights. But you know, we're at every game constantly, all game long, uh, tweeting up scores and uh, highlights and stuff. So. That is just awesome that you do that, especially bringing high school sports back. I grew up in a a little small town in West Virginia that come Friday night, the town shut down for football Friday night. Like, you couldn't go anywhere until the games were over. Like, everybody was at the stadium. There were people that would line up outside the stadium because they couldn't get a ticket to get in just to go and watch some high school football. So I know how big high school football can be for a certain area. Yeah, it's unbelievable here. And then, you know, on Saturdays, there's some teams that play Saturday night. You got YSU that plays on Saturday afternoons or evenings at times or a day game. So, like, if, you know, if we're out to, like, midnight, 1 a.m., Michael, and then you turn around, well, YSU most of the time plays a noon game on Saturday. You know, it's like another full day Saturday for me because most of the time I am the one that covers YSU um, and give my guys the high school games for the night. But uh, it's like, you know, you get home at 2 o'clock, you got to get right back up by 10 o'clock to get to Stamball Stadium to cover Y issues. So uh, that's the one thing I don't like about, you know, eight hours and then you're right back at it the whole day. So Right, yeah. Def- <laughs> definitely busy come football season. But speaking of – But if it's nice out, I'm not going to complain. But if I have to go and it's raining and cold, you know, that's – that's a different story. Yeah, getting into the later games and the, the end of the season, it, I, it's football weather. It's cold, it's rainy, oh, sometimes yeah. snowy, depending on the, the part of the area that you're in, the part of the country that you're in. It, it I definitely know what that's like. Uh, but I know you're also a big sports fan and everything like that, so I want to get your take on a few things here. Um, I'm sure you've seen or maybe even said something about this on your show or whatnot, but... Everyone is on LeBron James. We'll go right there uh, off the rip. How he acted in the first round of uh, playoffs versus the Suns and just his whole 
demeanor walking off the court with six minutes left to go in a game, not shaking hands after getting eliminated. What is your take on him? Like everyone's saying that, you know, he lost his GOAT status. I didn't even think he had GOAT status. Uh, Particularly, I firmly believe that MJ will be the GOAT and no one else is going to surpass him. But what do you think about him, his actions, and what do you think that's done to him just, you know, fan base-wise? Do you think he's losing fans? Do you think he's gaining some fans? What's your take on him? Well, how about the Suns, first off? Yeah. They look really good. Devin Booker, unbelievable. Um, He shut them up, and I was laughing my entire time. Listen, Michael, I'm a Cavs fan. You know, I'm from Ohio. I was a big LeBron fan. I hated him when he left. But I loved him when he came back. And then he went to L.A. Was I mad that he went to L.A.? Yes, but I still respected him because he brought a championship that nobody else is going to do in Cleveland. I mean, the Browns are probably going to be close to winning one, but come NBA, no one was bringing one to the Cavaliers unless you were LeBron James. He surpassed that. He told everyone, I'm coming back to Cleveland. We're going to win a championship. And he damn straight did that. So that was nice. But what he's doing in L.A., you know, with the Black Lives Matter stuff, with all that – it, it's just a headache, and I just don't even pay attention to it. I don't even watch the NBA that much anymore because of it. I mean, I watch the playoff games because there's really not much going on. I was just going on in the evenings. I want to see the Suns win. I'm, I'm a big Devin Booker fan. The dude's unbelievable. Absolutely. But for LeBron's sake of things, I don't care. You know, let him do what he wants. But do I think he's the GOAT? Maybe not. The Western Conference is bigger, tough for competition than the Eastern Conference. LeBron was easily went through the Eastern Conference with the Cavaliers, no problems. But now in LA it's a little different story. Definitely. I mean obviously the the West is kinda the big guns of the NBA. I get that. It's just I don't agree with there's six minutes left to go in the game. You're only down what they were only down like what, like twenty three? Like you mean to tell me you can't go in and make a a statement and try to Will your team to win, but with six minutes left, you're going to walk off the court? That's when it just it, it lost it for me. Uh, I respect LeBron for coming out of high school, going right to the NBA. Oh, yeah. Um, that was, that's not easy to do. That's no, not easy to no, that's not easy to do at all. And, you know, I gave him respect for that, but he's lost a lot of my respect uh, just for, like you said, with the with the BLM, the Black Lives Matter, and all this other stuff. I mean, it, he's he's lost a lot with just running his mouth, basically, off the court. And my personal opinion is I don't care what an athlete's political views are, what they think, or anything like that. I just want them to entertain and play a game. And that's what they're getting paid to do. And you want to help out a charity or something and use your platform that way, I'm all for it. Uh, but this just holding your head down, complaining when you're not getting calls and walking back on defense and then not even showing up at, on the offensive side, it, it just he, he's lost a, a lot of respect. And I partly blame him for the reason that the NBA has lost 52% of their viewership since last year. We'll be back after a quick break. Big labia energy. What if I eat a little cheese every day? <laughs> Just keep it. It's like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Up your tolerance. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two. I thought you were going to say if I eat a cat a little bit every day. 
<laughs> started at the tail I mean, and just ate a little bit. <laughs> I'd be fine, but if I didn't eat a cat for three months. I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, eat this cat. I'm trying to think of We're an acceptable scenario. About a feline, right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe. It could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, we'll see what happens, though. Um, but like I said, I still had a lot of respect for him. What he did to Cleveland, what he brought back to Cleveland, nobody else is ever going to do that. The Cowboys might not ever win another championship again in their life. They might not even make the playoffs again for the rest of their lives, the way they look. But um, the, what he's done for this organization, unbelievable. And I, you know, I give him credit for doing that. It's not easy to you know, come back and win a championship like that, but what he's doing in L.A., I just, you know, it's BS. I don't even pay attention half the time anymore. Like, one of my closest guys that works for me, his name's Jay Higg. He's a big Laker fan. Okay, I respect that. It is what it is. So, you know, you guys are talking all your Lakers, 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 <laughs> then you lose the first round. Michael, he hasn't been in the office since then. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing up today, I think, so I'll have to give it. I'll talk to him about it, though. But. Definitely going to have to give him some crap about that if he hasn't showed up since they've lost. That's hysterical uh-huh. to me. Um, so I want to switch gears a little bit since you do a lot of football. Um, obviously, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Uh, do you think he's going to get traded? If you do, where? All right. First, somebody brought up to me Baker Mayfield for Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely not. Baker Mayfield <laughs> is the organization, is the team's quarterback for the future. No doubt about it. Whether you hate him, like him, I don't care. He's the Browns' quarterback for the future. So whether he goes, if you like it or not, shut up because he is not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers is not coming to Cleveland. He's going to stay in Green Bay, and that's the end of the story. He's not leaving. So you don't think they're going to trade him at all? I do not think so. No, not at all. If if the Green Bay Packers wanted to make him happy, they go after Julio Jones. Trade him to Atlanta for Julio Jones. No, you bring Julio Jones to Atlanta with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. You try I, to figure out another trade, but you if you want to make Aaron Rodgers happy, you go get Julio Jones, I think. People are talking about it. I can agree with that. I can, I can get on board with that, you know, Julio to Green Bay. However, I still firmly believe that they're going to trade him to Denver. I think he's going to be a Bronco uh, with just the weapons they have out there and everything going on. And that's where he wants to play. He wants to play out west. And it's just to the point now where I'm sick of hearing it on SportsCenter and get up and first take and all this. Oh, I'm, I'm sick of hearing Stephen A. Smith regardless of what's going on. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I watched like 30 seconds of first take. and then I, I, I lost a lot of respect for him when uh, the Celtics hired Brad Stevens in the front office and he walked off the uh, desk like that. I lost a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm not I'm not a Stephen A. Smith fan, first and foremost. Um, big props for him for what he's doing at ESPN, but... I just I don't I don't care you're you're a debate host. That's that's all you do is get on and you yell for what three hours in the yeah. morning and then you go about your day. And I, I get it. He, he's he's made his career doing that and good for him. But you know what I, I guess I make a career I'm known as the ranting angry white comic, so I make a career yelling on stage for anywhere from five to forty five minutes, but you know I make people laugh in the process at least. But 
well, hopefully make people laugh in the process, I guess I should say. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, I, 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 and ever since Skip left First Take, I just I couldn't get into it. I mean, I like Max Kellerman. He's brought a lot of boxing and combat sports to First Take, which I'm a big combat sports fan. I love the MMA. I love the UFC. Uh, not a big boxing fan, uh, but I do like some combat sports. Now, speaking of that, have you... Do you get into any of that, or have you watched any of that? I have not. Not even not even a minute. No. I'm not that big of a fan of any of that. So, I just not four main sports. Like I said, baseball, basketball, football. My three main. So. Okay. So we'll go. We'll go baseball. We'll end it on uh, the show here because we are running down near the end of the show here. Um, end it on some baseball topics. Uh, I'm guessing you're a big Indians fan, being an Ohio guy. Yeah. Big Indians fan. Um, they um, they have their up and downs. Um, their starting pitching is uh, bad once he gets to the third or fourth, fifth rotation. You, you have already Shane Bieber. You have Zach Plesac, who's injured right now, but you sh- we should be getting him back in, I'd say, two, three weeks. Um, you look at the infield. Jose Ramirez, gold glove third baseman. Uh, at shortstop, you really don't have your shortstop yet. Second baseman, you're hoping... You know, you you're hoping that it's going to be Owen Miller. You know, once he starts getting some more bats and the major league level, first baseman is up for grabs. Yesterday, the Indians just sent down Jake Bowers to Columbus. They brought up Bradley Bradley, who a lot of people are talking about. Michael, he's going to get the start today at first base, his first start in the major league. So we'll see how he does there. Uh, you look at the outfield, dominant left, right, center. You know, that's all fine. Bradley Zimmer's been making a big improvement. Uh, after he was sent down two years ago and he hasn't been brought up back yet. So this was his year to make it in the major leagues. It was a shut up and put up year for Bradley Zimmer. He's so far, you know, he's looking good. You look at a bullpen, I would say it's the best bullpen in major league baseball. And I argue that all day long. You can go from a fifth inning to the tenth inning and you, we won't give, be giving up many runs. That's how good of a bullpen we have. We can go through anybody in the ninth inning and be just fine. I feel good with any one of them closing the game out. So uh, our bullpen, Sharp, I think, you know, in the trade deadline, we have to go for starting pitching or two. Trade trade some of these starting pitchers that are not going to improve. And just, you know, try to get try to get some up starting pitching because that's what's the key in baseball, starting pitching. Uh, we have the offense. We have the hitting. We'll be fine with that. It's the starting pitch that's, you know, scaring me. After the first two guys, you look around the rotation, you know, the last two times we've been having to go bullpen games. And after the bullpen games, so like this week will work out fine because we don't play Monday or Thursday, so we'll have the you know these starters can get some rest. And we only have to go bullpen game one day next week, but you know every other week we're going bullpen games two days a week. We can't be doing that and expect our ace and two aces to go nine innings and just not allow the bullpen pitch that game. No, I agree. And if you're looking anywhere, you probably should look for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They seem to be the farm club for the rest of the uh, the major leagues. I am. I am. I'll, I'll be in, I'll be in Pittsburgh next weekend, or the two weekends ahead, because the Indians are playing in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go. I've only been to PNC Park once, and I, and I hear it's a really beautiful it's, field. So I'm going to go back up and see them play Cleveland. Fantastic ballpark. I, I grew up an hour outside of Pittsburgh. I am a Pittsburgh fan. Um, I do like the Pirates. I know it's hard for me to say, but should show my fandom that I root for them, even though they break my heart every year. Uh, but, you know, just with them, you know, it's 
why are you trading away? They, they when they traded away McCutcheon, that's when it really sealed the deal for me. That I just I couldn't watch them anymore because no, it's hard to watch them. Like I'll give you a prime example. We were in here the office on Memorial Day because Mother Nature made us cover high school softball on Memorial Day, so we had to bring guys in. <laughs> we're working on some stuff before that we had after our games. We're watching the Pirates and Cubs game, and uh, I don't remember who was batting, but somebody hit a ground ball to third. Rizzo. Oh, oh God. Rizzo yeah. He hits a ground ball to third to throw him out of first. And then, you know where I'm going with this. They get in a rundown with the first, at the first baseline. The guy from third comes home and scores. And Rizzo from home plate goes all the way to second on an air. So that's, you know, that's not Major League Baseball right there. Pittsburgh, when I seen that, I was like, oh, my God. Are you serious? Especially when all you need to do is tag first. It's a force out. How are you a major league player and don't yeah, know that? Third base. He stays at third base. He doesn't come home after you touch first base. No, no. I mean, when I seen that, I was like, wow. And according to some people that are, you know, Pirate fans that work for us, they said the guy that was playing first base is not even a first baseman for the Pirates. No. Um, Colin Moran is the first baseman, and he, yeah. he was – it was a rest day for him. And he wasn't in, and it's just like, are you kidding me? How do you not know? I mean, that's just like rule one of baseball. Yes. No matter what position you play, like it's a force out. Just tag the base. It, yeah, uh, it's it's tough to watch. I'm, I'm kind of glad I live in Zanesville where they don't play them here on TV a lot, and I, I don't get to be upset that much. Uh, like, well, in here, we, we don't have an option because we have the Sunday ticket. We have the MLB package, the NBA package. We have all the packages. We even have the NHL hockey package because I'm a big Blue Jackets fan. And they don't show the Blue Jackets games in Ohio. For some reason, they show the Penguins games. So we have all the, you know, we can get any game we want. We have ESPN2, ESPN3. We have everything. So we get any game we want at any time of the day, which is nice for a day like today. I'll be in here all day working on football schedules. So, like, I can have three TVs going on with three different games. So that's always nice. And also football season, you know, we can sit down and watch all the games on Sundays, you know, Three different games, four different games if you wanted to. Right, yeah. I mean, we have the package and all. I, I wish I had that MLB package, but in the same sense, I don't. But uh, just to quickly go on your, your topic of the Blue Jackets and all that, I, I'm a Penguins fan. I'll, I'll tell you that much. So I do like that I, I still get my Penguins games here uh, most of the time. But what do you think of the Jackets firing Tortorella? Big mistake. Thank you. Big okay. Mistake. They had one bad year. They traded their best three players in the offseason last year, and you expected John Torello to turn around real quick and rebuild this team in one year? You're wrong. Yeah. Okay. You had a lot of good hockey teams this year. Blue Jackets, yes, they were hard to watch at times, but at the end of the day, you know, they're going to keep getting better and better, and I don't know who they're going to bring in. They haven't hired anyone yet, but. They really let Torlato go unless there was something in that organization we didn't know about. He wanted out or something. But they fired him on the spot right after the last game of the season. So right. that's really right there. And then, you know, it's not John's fault. They wanted him out of there for some reason. Yeah, that could be the only reason because Tortorella is a hell of a coach. And I just love his intensity on the bench. I mean... You can't get. I was not happy when I was not happy when they let him go. No, I was not. Now, I'm not even a Blue Jackets fan, and I wasn't happy that they let him go. Like, Michael, you did say you were a big Pittsburgh fan, though, right? Yes, sir. So I got some some questions for you. I want to ask you. Absolutely. What, um, 
You think that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers should have brought back Big Ben, or you think that he should just retire? What are your thoughts on the quarterback role? See, I'm. I'm on the fence about that a little bit. Part of me is like, all right, Ben, time to hang up the cleats. Like, you've won your Super Bowls. You, you, you've done what you, you can do. It's time to to hang it up and rest your body just from the way he played uh, at the beginning of his career, you know, running the ball a lot and taking that beating in the pocket because Pittsburgh really didn't have a line when he first started. But I, I, I think – for him coming back one more year if he if he tries to stay after this year all he's going to do is ruin his reputation um i i i like big ben as a quarterback um i don't think he should have came back this year i mean you're losing marquise pouncey uh your center that's been there forever with you and your line's not that good. You're not going to get that much better. Yeah, they gave him some weapons. Did Villanueva leave too? Villanueva's gone too, isn't he? Villanueva, yep. The, he's in Baltimore now, so he's actually going to get yeah. to play the Steelers twice a year, uh, which blows my mind that they got rid of him. Yeah, he had his struggles, but I think he was a solid, solid tackle for him. But, um, if, if Pittsburgh has a bad year this year, do you say goodbye to Mike Tomlin? Uh, it's not the Pittsburgh way because uh, they've only had what three coaches in like four decades. Um, yeah, we've had twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Hopefully, we found the right one though. I really like Kevin Stransky. I, I, you know what? I, I don't mind Spain. Uh, Spain. I cannot say his name ever. Uh, Kevin. I'll just <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll fire Tomlin if they have a bad year uh, this year. I think it will be highly talked about, um, but I don't I don't foresee Pittsburgh doing it. If I was the GM, I you know just to light a fire under him, I would tell him, hey, this is this is the year. If you don't produce uh, playoffs, a deep run into the playoffs then you might want to start updating your resume and looking for another job. Uh, but I never liked him from the beginning since, you know, since I've been watching football. I was never a big Mike Tomlin fan. No, I mean, I I hate that he got the credit for Bill Cowher's team and winning that Super Bowl. Yeah. That was Cowher's team. Let's, let's be honest. That, that team was built. They had a culture. They, and he just grabbed the reins and rode it to a Super Bowl. So that you know that I I don't give him credit for that Super Bowl at all because like I said he he, he picked up Cowher's team and, and rolled with it. But um, oddly enough, I mean yeah I I do root for the Steelers, uh, being that there was no professional teams in West Virginia where I grew up and they were the closest team. However, I am a Buccaneers fan. Um, and everyone says I jumped on the bandwagon, which I didn't. I've been a Buccaneers fan since they were in the creamsicle orange jerseys. So then the Mike Allstott era, work done, all them boys, uh, Warren Sapp and everyone there. And everyone was getting on me about Tom Brady coming. Like, oh, now you're going to be a Tom Brady fan. No, I, I, I don't like Tom Brady. Um, I respect him he's a hell of a quarterback he's probably is the greatest of all time a quarterback for what he's done being able to play this long but i uh yeah i'm not a i'm not a big 
Brady fan. All right, well, we'll see what they can do. Um, the Browns have a hard, hard week one opponent. As you know, we go up to Kansas City in just 98 yeah. days from today. I think we're 12 weeks away. Yep. So that's not going to be an easy task, week one at Arrowhead. Uh, last time we were there, you know, we had them. We had them in the playoffs last year, but we we, we messed up at the end. But we had them, you know, Mahomes was hurt. We had them, but just couldn't couldn't do it. Um and if I think the Browns would have beat Kansas City, I'd like our chance against Buffalo a lot. A lot. And then, you know, against Tampa Bay, you just never know. No. Um, I like our chances against Buffalo a lot if we would end up beating Kansas City. So, and it is what it is. Uh, we're better this year. Hopefully on paper we are at least. So we'll see what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, my man, I, I could talk about this all day long for you, but we are down here near the end of the episode here. So um, we're going to have to end it on that and hoping that the Browns for you can can make another run for you this year. But that is the end of the episode here today. I want to thank Austin for being on. And I do this every show, so I'm going to give you an opportunity just to tell everyone if they want to listen online, where they can find you, your show, if they want to listen to some high school sports, catch up what's going on in Youngstown, and see what's going on. So, Austin, where can they uh, where can they find you at? So, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's Malutic Live. There are pages. I have my own personal account, Austin Malutic, on Facebook and Twitter if you guys want to see me. Uh, I'm mostly the guy that breaks out the news. You know, if a coach gets let go or if we have some big news that breaks out, I normally am the one that breaks it out because I get all the emails. Uh, for scores and everything, just head on over to Melodic Live. Uh, we do have a website, MelodicLive.org, so all your articles are on there or your scores. If you don't have social media and you just want to go on the website, all the scores up there. And uh, we put our shows on the website as well. They aren't going to be live there. They'll be pre-recorded. We'll put them on after the show. But on Facebook and Twitter, the shows will be live starting Sundays, you know, at the end of July once we get rolling here with um, with high school all right awesome i will definitely be checking that out um for you and i will get as many of the ride home ranch podcast fans on there for you to to check it out and see what we got going on for you well i know you got a busy day i know you're a busy man so i will let you go for the day once again austin thank you and to everybody out there as always if you like the show be a friend tell a friend if you don't Tell them anyways. They probably like it. They're probably not just going to go off of your opinion. So that is it for today, and I will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par, but... This is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.